Would you pray with me? <clears throat> Loving and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Searching for whatever comes next. Today we celebrate All Saints Day. A remembrance of all the Christian people who have gone before us to be with Christ. We consider the influence they've had on our lives, as well as the gift of time that we may have shared with some of them. The earliest saints were the first martyrs who endured persecutions and who sometimes were forced to choose between giving up their lives or giving up their faith. They are the ones who maintained their faith in the face of immense pain and suffering. The saints we celebrate today also include the friends and the family that we have been blessed to have in our lives, who have inspired us to walk the Christian path through the love that they have shared with us. These include those persons whom we've shared deep personal relations with and will remain close to for all of time. When our time comes to leave this world, these are the people we expect to see again on the other side. We may not know exactly how they will look or how we will meet them, but we know that Christ has prepared a place for all of us in his heavenly kingdom. So we trust that we will see our loved ones again when we gather with the rest of the saints in heaven. Of course, nobody knows exactly what the life, the next life will look like, but people have been speculating about what comes next for as long as people have lost loved ones. In today's passage from the Gospel of Luke, there's a group of Sadducees who contend with Jesus about the idea of the resurrection because they didn't believe that the resurrection was real. By posing a challenge to Jesus, they were really indirectly arguing with the Pharisees, another group of religious leaders who believed in the resurrection. Their argument consisted of posing a scenario where there's a woman who married a man who had six other brothers. According to the Jewish cultural norms of that time, a brother-in-law is obligated to marry his brother's wife and raise children with her if the husband dies before having any children. The no-win scenario posed by the Sadducees is a case where the husband dies before they have any children, and then the second brother marries the wife but also dies before having children, and so on until all the other brothers have married this woman but died childless. If there is a resurrection, which they assume would have the same cultural norms that they were used to, there's no way to tell who the woman's husband will be in the afterlife because they all had married her, but they all died childless. Therefore, the Sadducees concluded, there couldn't be a resurrection. Of course, Jesus exposes their faulty logic and in the process gives us some clues about the afterlife and what we can expect. First, Nobody marries or is given in marriage in the afterlife. One reason for having children in the first century was to carry forward the memory of parents for posterity. But in the age to come, those who are worthy of being in that realm 
will not die. They're like angels and considered children of God. So there's no need to build families with married spouses and children that are useful for carrying on the memory of those parents who later die. And secondly, Jesus refers to the story of Moses encountering the burning bush as proof that resurrection is a reality. In chapter 3 of Exodus, there's a story of Moses while taking care of his father-in-law's flock at Mount Horeb. Sees a flame on a bush, but isn't being consumed with fire. When he draws nearer to the bush, he encounters God, who tells him to return to Egypt. When Moses asked God how God should be identified to the Israelites so they would listen to this message that God was giving him, God replied in verse 16, Go and assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has appeared to me, saying, I have given heed to you and to what has been going, done to you in Egypt. Jesus tells us in this passage that God is the God of the living, not the dead. So when God says that he is the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, all people who had died hundreds of years before Moses, they were considered to be alive at the time that God was speaking to Moses. Not only that, but Jesus spoke to them as though they were alive while he was speaking to his first century audience. Jesus gave us several hints about the afterlife through this teaching and through other teachings and parables. But there are still a lot of things that we don't understand about the next life, and we may not be capable of really understanding it completely. There have been many people who have had near-death experiences where they were brought back to this life after being very close to death. Some have recounted stories of feeling immense love and peace. Some have felt they made a connection with a loved one who had passed away earlier. We won't know for certain what happens when we leave this life until we pass through that gate ourselves. But the one thing we can be certain of is that our time, there will be a time that we will make that journey in some day. And when it comes, we will find out. Meanwhile, rather than worrying too much about trying to understand what will happen in the afterlife, I think the most useful thing to do is make good use of the time we have here today. For most of us, the next thing that will happen in this life is not death, but another opportunity for life. Opportunities to share a comforting thought, give a smile, lend a helping hand, inspire someone, or simply listen to someone that needs to be heard. Today, as Christians, we take comfort in knowing that Jesus has already paved the way for us to reconnect with our loved ones and all the other saints when we have, our time comes to die. Today, on All Saints Day, we take a moment to remember those who have gone before us, reflect on their lives, and give thanks to God for the grace offered to us through salvation. Because of Christ, we can be assured that we too can join with all the saints in that heavenly banquet when our time comes 
and we will see our loved ones again.